0: Good morning. Welcome to our weekly devotional. I'm Justin Allison. I'm the discipleship pastor here at Greenwood Baptist Church. And today we're going to be looking at Psalm chapter three. We've already talked about Psalm one and two. And so we've seen a couple of very different Psalms. Today we're actually going to be looking at um, a different type of Psalm. Again, uh, there's several different uh, categories of Psalms that that, uh, Old Testament scholars have sort of divided. book of Psalms into. And today, Psalm chapter 3, we're going to be looking at what is often called a lament psalm. When we think of lament, uh, I just want to describe it this way. Um, Within the book of Psalms, it is a a category where uh, the person writing it is complaining about some things that are going on in their life. I want you to hear that. They're complaining to God about some things going on in their life. But it doesn't stop there and that's the interesting thing about these lament psalms. Um, then the, the writer will often move to some sort of a um, personal recollection about the Lord working in their life or uh, it could be a past historical uh, recollection of, of the Lord working in maybe the life of the patriarchs or the life of the nation of Israel. And then there's something from that action that's recalled that causes them to have uh, comfort or hope in their present situation. And it, it changes them as they move forward. Those are the basic elements of a Lament Psalm. And so we're gonna see that today in Psalm chapter three. So as we look at Psalm chapter three, another thing that's interesting to point out is this one comes with a title. Uh, you'll see that in your Bible in the um, sort of bolded and italicized um, font at the beginning of the psalm uh, that comes before verse 1 in our English translations. In other languages, uh, it is verse 1 because in Hebrew, that's that's it's not separated like that in the original text. But we think, um, I say we, Old Testament scholars generally think of this as Giving us some insight into how we're supposed to interpret the psalm. And uh, this one, of course, says a psalm of David regarding the time David fled from his son Absalom. So, written by David about a specific instance, a specific uh, event in his life. And we're actually given some of these details on the event in 2 Samuel uh, chapter 15. And in 2 Samuel chapter 15, we read about uh, Absalom, one of David's sons, who has undermined his justice. He's going around um, telling people that if he was king, he would give them a better result in uh, some sort of dispute, or if he was king, he would do things differently that would benefit them. And so by doing that, he's undermining the authority of David and the understanding of David as a just king. Now, gaining a lot of followers too, while he does this. And so eventually he gets to the point where he has, uh, gained enough followers that he feels he can run David off out of the, uh, the city of Jerusalem. And so, um, he's in open rebellion at this point and David leaves the city, um, weeping, wailing sort of thing. Um, there's a really interesting, uh, story about, uh, someone throwing stuff at him on the way out of town. And it, it's an interesting story there in second uh, Samuel chapter 15, but within that context, we're given an insight into what's going on eternally, internally. That's the word I wanted uh, within the mind of David. And so, uh, starting in verse one here in Psalm three, we read, Oh Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are against me. So many are saying, God will never rescue him. And then we have interlude or uh, other translations, it'll say Selah, which is a Hebrew word, which we think means something like interlude or um, uh, pause for meditation. I've heard uh, some people kind of humorously suggest, you know, guitar solo or something like that here. Um, but it's that time of it's, it's okay. So contemplate this part. So he's actually complaining to the Lord about what's going on. I think We can learn from this psalm, if we have something that we are upset at the Lord about, that we feel God has wronged us in, take it to the Lord. Don't fester on it. Don't think um, I should complain to other people about how how this has happened. Take it directly to the Lord. Um, That's the model that we see in these lament psalms. Go to the Lord with these questions, with these problems. and so that's what we see here in verses 1 and 2. And I, I just want to encourage you, if you're going through something hard in life, uh, the proper response, biblically speaking, and I'm pointing to Psalms here when I say that, the proper response is to actually say, God, what is going on? God, this is what's happening. Show me, what's, show me how to, to live in this. Show me how to understand this. That's what David did here. And so after meditating on this, Verses 3 and 4 pick up the internal uh, dialogue going on in David's mind again. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory, the one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy mountain. This is what has happened in the past. This is what what David has experienced. David has uh, been a, a warrior king who has conquered a lot who has uh, always given credit to the Lord for his victories in battle. And so looking back historically, he's telling God, I, I know this to be true. And I know I've cried out and you have answered me bef- before, excuse me. And so then again, interlude or, or Selah, uh, think about it, stop. Um, and so there's a some time passes. Now, then we're given uh, the next part of the episode here, um but before we do that, I, I just want to get back to verses three and four. So, so after we talk to God about what's going on in our life, uh maybe it's a difficult circumstance with a family member or, or a job or uh financial hardship or whatever it is, then we need to go back and think, Okay, Lord, I see in your word that you've told me you'll provide for me. I see in your word that you've told me that. You will um, you will ultimately protect me, all you know, whatever the promise is that applies to your situation. So we're sincerely asking God how we can be going through something difficult when the Bible says something truthfully that speaks into that situation, it seems to be at odds with, with what's going on around us. And so there's this tension here. And so it's appropriate for us. At this point, once we've told God what our struggle is, where we're hurting, to then look for things in his word that offer us uh, instruction into that uh, sort of sort of situation. And so in this case, that's what David has done here. You might uh, go to uh, perhaps a thematic sort of uh, sort of book that, that lists scripture verses by a topic and. Um, that's how we would have done things in the '90s when I went to school, uh, but uh, nowadays it's pretty simple to just go on, uh, you know, your favorite web search engine, Google or whatever, and say, you know, Bible verses about whatever, and you'll likely see, you know, twenty or whatever uh, topical Bible verses um, listed that address the topic that you're dealing with, and so uh, by doing that, we get to see some scriptural insight from the Lord into the situation that we're in. So once we've done that, we talk about that with the Lord. And then we wait. Here in verse five and six, it says, I lay down and slept. Yeah, I woke up in safety for the Lord was watching over me. So see, David takes a step. He, he's worried. He's uh, he's being persecuted. Um, he knows that that God is in control and he leaves it there he's done his part, he lays down and sleeps. Then I woke up in safety for the Lord was watching over me. The Lord is proving himself to be uh, true to his word. I'm not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surrounded me on every side. Um, could be hyperbole, could could not be. Uh, we don't know, but it's an artful way of saying that, man, everybody's against me. Uh, nobody's on my side. Um, and then we end the psalm with, um, with a prayer, uh, a question, a hope in the Lord here. Arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. Slap all my enemies in the face. Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Victory comes from you, O Lord. May you bless your people. And so it's appropriate here. It is It is scriptural that David is, is asking the Lord to conquer his enemies. Um, in this case, it was a very existential bodily, um, you know, you can see it right there, threat against him in our lives. It may be that way, it may not be that way. It may be something more conceptual, something, uh, more like finances, um, something more like, uh, relational issues. And so We need to pray for God to solve that issue uh, and then move forward as if that's going to happen. Uh, We do know from 2 Samuel that David was um, ultimately able to take back the kingdom from Absalom. Uh, He ultimately regained the throne. And so what happened here in this Psalm, he's hoping that God will, will restore him and God did. And so that's kind of what I want to leave you with is uh, the model for a lament uh, is actually here in the Psalms. And we can see this on the lips of David um, thousands of years ago, that it's OK for us to take our worries, our concerns, our trials, all those things directly to the Lord and and tell him how much these things hurt and then to... Uh, remind ourselves what scripture says, what uh, God has promised and how those two things don't seem to fit together. And then we're going to trust the Lord to work those things out and we're going to pray that he will take care of things. That's, that's what we learn from something like this lament psalm in, uh, in Psalm chapter 3. So I hope that that's helpful for you. Uh, I hope that you'll do that. Uh, use this biblical model for lament um, in your life this week. And so, uh, definitely want to connect with you more, whether that's meeting up with me at the information desk on a Sunday morning and, uh, and, and talking about other opportunities to grow in your faith, or maybe you email me and we can, uh, we can get to know each other, meet up for coffee or something and, uh, and talk about other, other things as well. So you can email me, Allison at greenwoodbc.com.